I'm Sean McCormick, and this is Optimal Performance. Oh, do I have a good one for you today. I'm so excited. Thank you for being here today on this Sean Solo, this Optimal Short. I don't know which title you like better, Optimal Short or Sean Solo, either way. So what's this concept of letting yourself go? I'm going to unpack that in just a second. Obviously, I don't mean become a slob of a person with no goals and no values and no morals and no activity. I mean letting old versions of yourself go so that you can move forward in your life. If you've been listening to this podcast for years or weeks, thank you. I really appreciate you being here. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast, please do. If you listen every single week and you've never left a review, a five-star with a, with a good word, please do so now. What I'm going to do today is I'm going to unpack some, some really common ideas that I get from my coaching clients. What I do as a life coach is I work with people in four key areas. That's personal development, classic sort of Tony Robbins-esque goal setting, letting go of narratives, moving forward, personal development stuff. The second area that I coach people around is performance. So this is sleep, stress, hormones, biohacking. The third category is career development. We got to make money. We got to pay the bills. How do you want to design your career? How do you want to move forward in, in your career so you can make more money and not crush yourself or your lifestyle in the process? And then the fourth category is spiritual development. For some people, this is a major focus and for others, it barely comes up, which is totally fine. So I have over a thousand hours of coaching experience, working with all sorts of people from you know, professional sports players to television actors to CEOs and startup founders uh, to nine to fivers. And there are lots of themes that keep coming up. And I felt so compelled. I noticed these themes come up over the course of the last six months or so. And so I wanted to share some of this wisdom that I got from some of these coaching sessions with you so that you basically get some free coaching advice and maybe it will strike a chord with you. Maybe something that I say today will ring the bell of truth for you and help you move forward into your life uh, more optimized, more optimistic with a little bit more tools and a plan so that you can be the best version of yourself. Cause that's, that's all I'm doing here in this podcast, in my coaching and the startup I'm building. It's about helping people become the best versions of themselves they could possibly be. So in the show today, I'm going to, uh, give you some ideas on how you can let yourself go. And I'm also going to give you some tools so that you can continue forward progress. So we'll start with number one. What I encourage each of you to do is to let go of old narratives about yourself, right? We are subconscious beings. Most of our decisions are made from our subconscious mind. 98% of our decisions come from our subconscious mind, and our subconscious mind is developed between the ages of zero to seven. You can go back to listen to the Bruce Lipton episode where we unpack that incredible truth, but your your reality is really shaped when you were a teeny tiny kid. Maybe you were exposed to trauma. Maybe you didn't uh, get the love that you needed. Um, maybe it was hard for you or maybe it wasn't. Maybe you received some little T trauma or some big T trauma in those core areas of growth, those core ages from zero to seven. That's where we build narratives. And these narratives basically run the show of our brain for the rest of our lives. And they build on each other and then they snowball. You know, this idea that 
once you get into a groove, if you're, if you ski, maybe your skis get stuck into a groove, into a path, into a track. It's tough to get up out of those tracks and to create new tracks for yourself. So these old narratives that may have come, go all the way back to when we were, you know, four or five years old, or maybe they've developed over time through our adolescence and high school or after high school and college, we can't help as human beings to create narratives about ourselves. We create narratives about our fitness potential. You know, I'll never look that good. I'll never lose that weight. You know, I'll never have a six pack or it's harder for me to lose weight because of my genetics or it's my lifestyle. I'm, I'm too stressed out. I don't have the time to focus on my fitness. These are narratives. This is a key core example of this narrative that actually it doesn't help you. Whatever sort of truth is in there, maybe it's kind of true. Maybe it's not true at all. But the fact of the matter is, is that that idea that you can't reach your fitness goals is just an idea. And we should not always just blindly trust our inner narratives. We are not our thoughts. You are not your thoughts. So if your thoughts are constantly making you feel small, I can't, uh, I can't go out and run today. The weather's not nice, or I don't have time to go to the gym or whatever. These are narratives that you just assume. And the more that you say them to yourself, the harder they are to break. So I invite you to suspend that narrative for a day. Just, just pretend like you've, it's tabula rasa. You've got a clean slate of a brain and you don't have to operate from that narrative about yourself anymore. Okay. Just for a day, try it for today. Try it for tomorrow. Just think to yourself, you know, I'm just going to not tell myself all of this self-limiting beliefs. And, and by making a decision to do that, writing it down on a piece of paper, I'm not going to believe my old narratives today. What you will do is you will suspend, you will create a disconnect in this, in this narrative that you've created and crafted and, and basically formulated your life around for 5, 10, 15, maybe 30 years. So let go of old narratives about your fitness potential. Now we'll go to a career potential. You know, I work with all sorts of different kinds of people from all different walks of life doing all different sorts of things for their career. And when it's your own life, it's tough to see your own potential. And I will tell you, because I've done this so many times, when you begin to believe a new narrative about yourself, I could make $40,000 more next year. I could make $80,000 more next year. When you begin to tell yourself that narrative, rather than I'm stuck in this job I hate, this is so lame, I hate it, you may very well need to move careers. You may very well need to find something new that's going to make you excited and make you more money. But every time that you tell yourself, I hate this job, every time that you tell yourself, uh, I'm going nowhere in this job that I have in my career, it's a dead end. You make that connection stronger in your inner narrative. So let that go for the day. Let go of what you've been telling yourself that's been keeping you small, that's been keeping you away from more money and more uh, workplace satisfaction. Just suspend it for one day. And then maybe the next day, try it again. Try to suspend 
this assumption, these narratives that you've created for yourself. There are so many more of these narratives that we can also just let go of. Let yourself go. Let yourself go when it comes to the narrative of your potential for happiness. Now think about that. When you have already made up your mind that you can only reach a certain amount of happiness or pleasure or joy in your life, then you're actually telling yourself, you're capping yourself. You're, you're, you're placing a ceiling on your potential. So instead of thinking to yourself, well, I've never been happy before. I've never been as happy as I thought. I've never been as aligned with my, with my purpose or my mission or what I do for work. When you let that go just for a day, you give yourself a break. You take, you take out one of the rocks that's in this backpack that you've been carrying around because you've been telling yourself that, that you can't be happy or that you're a depressed person. Because here's the trick. If you keep telling yourself that you're not happy, well, then you won't be. But if you just suspend it for one day, you let go of that narrative, you let yourself go, that version of yourself, that narrative of yourself around happiness, you'll find that, wow, it's a little less stressful waking up in the morning. It's a little less cumbersome going throughout your day. So that's step one, narratives about yourself. Let yourself go. Here's number two, others' narratives about yourself. You know, I can't tell you how many times and how many coaching situations and how many sessions with different people I hear about the, the, the people around them making them feel small. That's that you don't have to listen to your mother. You don't. You don't have to listen to your best friend. You don't even have to listen to your spouse. Those are their narratives about you. No, you can't be an entrepreneur. No, you can't change jobs. No, you've got to play it safe. When you let go of the narratives that other people are putting on you from your friends, your family, when you let go of that, when you say, no, that's, that's your stuff. That's not my stuff. That's your opinion. I don't have to accept that. You're actually creating a really healthy boundary for yourself that is the first step toward making decisions that serve your greatest purpose. It's, it's hard. Believe me, you know, your BFF, uh, loves you, but you're, they like you where you are, you know, very few of the best friends that we have in our life are supporting our progression in life. So we can let that go. We can let what our friends or family or coworkers are saying to us about what we can and can't do or who we can and can't be. So just let that go. Just make the decision for the day to just let that go. Here's number three. What culture says you are? If you're buying into a prescribed notion of yourself, well, I'm part of this generation. I'm from this city. This is my astrological sign. This is my socioeconomic status. So that's where I'll stay. You know, that doesn't help you at all. That there are so many stories of people transcending the boxes that they were put in, whether it's poverty or trauma, whether it's you know where they grew up or the household that they grew up in. Culture, media, social media especially, puts us into these these boxes 
And for some of us, it's really hard to step out of that. Well, I'm a man, so I have to act this way. Uh, I'm from the West Coast, so I have to act this way. Uh, I make this much money, so this is the this is the life that I get. You know, I'm a Republican. I'm a Democrat, so I have to be a certain way. None of that stuff serves you. Those roles, those pre-described notions of how you are supposed to be are not helping you. They're super limiting. And when you can let that go, just try it for a day to let that go, to not have to uh, adhere to some, uh, some notion of who are you or who you are supposed to be. It's so freeing. So try this just for the day. So these are narratives about yourself, narratives about nar- narratives that others have for you and what culture says about you. You know, those are the, those are the three things that we kind of, that I think about that keep coming up for people from all walks of life in my coaching. You know, the last three years have been a series of dictates that have oppressed us. And if you've been listening long enough, you know, some of my thoughts about the narratives over the last three years, but all things aside, we have been told what to do. We have been told to stay inside. We have been told to take a shot. We have been told to wear a mask. We have been told all of these things, which may or may not be effective, may or may not be helping the greater good. But the fact is, is that we internalize that. We actually associate with this idea that we are no longer in power of our own decision-making, of our own body, where we can go, what we can do, what we can put inside our body, how we can think. So your autonomy and your sovereignty have been under attack for the last three years. And the fact is, is that it's probably going to get worse. <laughs> it's, they're going to ramp it up. There's going to be a new thing every couple months that we're supposed to be scared of. And it's clear to me, hopefully to you too, that the powers that be who are in charge, these three letter uh, acronyms that are supposed to keep us healthy, they don't know what they're doing. They've messed up over and over and over. And when we internalize this oppression, the this control, when we just go along with it, we are doing the dirty work for them. We are allowing ourselves to be manipulated, to not look into details, to not do our own research, to read the pamphlet, to watch the, the documentary that goes against the, the current narrative. The institutions that operate in our life, that help craft our reality, whether it be through taxation, whether it be through the media, whether it be through whatever, when we go along with it without thinking for ourselves, then we become smaller and smaller, more and more limited. And that's not fun. That's a stressful place to be. You know, you feel like a, a, a cornered shelter animal just doing what you're told. And I've seen over the course of the last six months, that this is really pervasive, that people don't know what to think. They don't know they're losing touch with their ability to think for themselves. And that's a scary place to be because then you have to do all this extra work, which I'll get into in a moment about how to rewrite the narrative, to become more empowered, to make decisions that are going to be the best for you and your family. So it's time to let that go. It's time to let go of the internalization of control. Because it's not helping you. It's not making you a healthier, happier person. It's not. It's not. So let that go for a day. 
So where this goes is when you let go of these narratives that you've created for yourself, you let those go. When you let go of the narratives that others have for you, you let those go. When you let go of what culture says you should or shouldn't be, when you let go of the internalization of the control mechanisms that are supposed to keep us healthy, keep us safe, then what you get is a tide turn. You're no longer thinking about yourself in the past. You create a forward vision for yourself. So this is where the conversation, and we're going to wrap up in just a little bit. This is where the conversation shifts. When you begin to condition yourself to let go of that which does not serve you, the things I just mentioned, you're able to look forward more clearly. You get more excited. You get more optimistic about what's coming down the track. You know, summer is about to end. We're about to get into the fall. And we now have this opportunity to, to start again, to start again. So here are a couple of tools that you can take or leave, but I'll just present them to you and you can tell me what you think. Practice saying no. Write that down or just say it in your head. Practice saying no. And here's the catch. When you practice saying no without an explanation, you become empowered. When someone says, you know, hey, do you want to go do this thing? If you don't want to go, just say no. You don't have to say, I've got this thing. Don't don't create a white lie to, to soften your response. When you are asked to do something and you don't want to do it, just say no. Say no. You'll create this healthy boundary again. You don't have to be influenced or pushed into something that you don't want to do. And that's a really powerful place to be. That's a, that's a really simple thing. So practice saying no without a justification. Each of you are probably thinking of examples about how this can apply to you in your life. You know, maybe it's your spouse, maybe it's your kids, maybe it's your coworkers or friends. Practice saying no, period. Here's another one. Create a vision for yourself. In your mind, daydream. You know, we know that some of the smartest people in the world actually schedule time for daydreaming. You know, you look at the daily routines of Picasso, Einstein, Benjamin Franklin, they had time to think. They had time to daydream. And what I am suggesting is to begin to daydream about what you look like, your fitness level. Begin to think about the clothes that you want to wear. Begin to think about the activities that you do, the people that you surround yourself with in the future. Maybe it's six months, maybe it's longer, maybe it's sooner than that. Begin to craft a version for yourself. I'll tell you what I do. This may sound silly, but what I do is I want to be a sort of <laughs> a superhero. I want to be strong like a superhero. I want to be reliable and heroic like a superhero. I even want to dress like a superhero sometimes, not in the costume, but in like, you know, think of like a, your, uh, whatever, a Marvel comic that you read when you were a kid. Thinking about yourself as a, a personal brand, as a complete and total aesthetic. And the best way to do that is to daydream about it first. Then you can begin to pick up the attributes of this vision of yourself. Now, this is not like, I'm not talking about like fake and you know, being a faker, using filters on TikTok or Instagram. What I'm saying is, is craft a vision for yourself, the way you look, the way you sound, the way you, 
uh, how fit you are, the things you do, the things you accomplish, because that is forward thinking. That's, that's letting go, letting yourself go this past version of yourself and thinking forward into the future and crafting a vision for yourself. And here is number three, as far as tools, first one saying no. Second one is create a vision for yourself, daydreaming. The third is, and this is really important, is to curate the inputs that are aligned with the person that you want to become. You've already let go of these these old narratives. You've begun to craft a vision for who you want to be in the future with all those details, very minute details. What shoes do you wear? What do you smell like? All these things. Now curate the inputs, right? So this future version of yourself that's fit and strong and happy together, plenty of money, lots of fun and recreation, what would they be listening to? What sort of books do they read, right? Do they watch a bunch of news or not? Do they spend a lot of time watching Netflix and Hulu or whatever? And if they do, if you do, if that's your path, make sure that you're watching the right stuff. Watch content, listen to music, listen to podcasts like this that will help you create that person. Curate your inputs that are nourishing and empowering the person that you're becoming, not the person that you were not this old version of you that you want to let go of. So what books would that look like? If you want some ideas on books that I think are really, really great for creating a vision for yourself, man, I've got so many. So if you specifically want to know some of my ideas, go ahead and DM me on Instagram at McCormick or send me an email, sean at seanmccormick.com. And I'll share with you some of my book lists. Maybe I'll maybe I'll do a, another podcast episode on on a on a book list that I think is really useful. But when you curate your inputs and you're watching the things, listening to the things, seeing the things, going the places that are aligned with who you want to become rather than who you once were, because who you once were is gone. It's gone now. That's not who you are now, and it's not who you're going to become. The other thing is a really simple thing that that everybody can do every single day, and that's just practice gratitude. I'll spare you the long explanation about gratitude, but here's here's the long and short of it. If you are grateful for little teeny tiny things first thing in the morning, you'll notice that that's the only state of consciousness that you have. You can't be grumpy and grateful. You can't be sad and grateful. You can't be depressed and grateful. Those you just can't grateful when you are happy for the fact that you have shoes to wear and that you have a bed to lie on. Maybe you have a, a spouse or, or a lover that you're with. When you're grateful for that, uh, your life opens up. There's research and studies done about how gratitude makes people healthier and live longer with better relationships. And it's a really simple thing that's absolutely free and takes about 25 seconds. First thing in the morning, Think of three things that you're grateful for. Simple things. I've, I've listed a few. When you start your day like that, your your optimism uh, will propel you forward into the person that you want to be. So that's it for my solo show for the day. That's the Sean solo. Thank you for tuning in. You know, I'm, I'm getting a sense that that people are digging these solo shows. Tell me if I'm wrong. You got to meet my kids 
on a couple episodes ago after our Spartan race. And I've realized, uh, not for a while that I'm not really great at connecting with my audience and that's my fault. I have not done a really great job of, you know, my email newsletter that, uh, that I set up, I didn't really do anything with. I'm not really great at cultivating like an actual personal connection with you those of you all over the world in 94 countries that listen to this podcast, but I really want to, I really want to create actual connection. Maybe the best place to do that is Twitter. Uh, it's optimal underscore podcast on Twitter, you know, real Sean McCormick on Instagram, but I would love to connect with you. If you like this podcast, if you, if you like this episode, if this is useful information for you, please let me know because I want to hear from you. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Optimal Performance Podcast, and I will see you on the internet.